So I'm on the uh, BJJ Fanatics website, and I see three new videos by some guy named Thomas Radzinski. Uh, are you familiar with that guy at all? Nope, absolutely not. No? Well, he's got some good stuff. Three new, three brand new videos. Um, they're getting amazing reviews, which is good to see as well. Uh, but you got to tell us about them real quick? Yeah. You know, I had yeah, you guys already know, but I had um, opportunity to go to Boston, shoot three more instructionals, one on butterfly hook, complete guide for butterfly hook, two, um, wrap lapel and submit them, and three, we have uh, taking the back. It's particularly designed for guys for over 40 because there is no climbing involved. All the back days are on the ground, uh, very, very full and effective system. So dip into it. I'm really hoping that this is going to help your jiu-jitsu and really take it to the next level. BJJFanatics.com. Just search R-O-Z-D-Z. We have all had that situation where after class is when we want to ask a question. And uh, Thomas, a lot of those questions you've already answered, right, at Ask a Black Belt. Yeah, it's another podcast that I'm running. Um, it, it, you know, it's on podcasts, all podcast platforms, plus on, on YouTube. You can find it anywhere. Just search for my name. Search, search for Ask a Black Belt. At this point, over 100 episodes, different questions, jujitsu, life-related, but something that everybody comes across, and often these questions sink in our mind, but we don't ask for whatever reason. So... If that benefits you, go there, listen. It actually might help your jujitsu, might help your life as well. And if you have any questions, find me on Instagram and drop me a line. I'll be happy to answer your question and mention your name during the episode. Welcome to Raw Radio. And we are live one more time. Here we go. Again. Oh, wait. I don't have my headphones on. Okay. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> we all wow, we're struggling like, today. Something seems different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like me the other day. I was not yeah. plugged in. You were plugged in. Give me you. Give me you. You're not. I'm not. Pl- what, what were you saying? I don't remember. Uh, you, you put it on me, and then it turned out your headphones yeah, were plugged in, know, which is I wonderful. Know. Yeah, it's always good. Um, it's always a good time. Yeah. So, um, listen. Before we start this, go to our website, theroadedu.com. Click on the vote button. Give us a feedback on one of the episodes that you like the most. Um, this what? Chris is one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. So far, listen. It, it's he's up there. It is interesting because I'll tell you when Chris and I we exchange messages. Um, there was a point of hesitance in my mind because one time change, he's in Australia, right? So we're talking about 11 hour, 11 or 12 hour time change, um, between all of this. And, and that's, that's always a big obstacle, right? Like, you know, how good of the conversation is it going to be, you know, and, and, but the second, you know, like I knew who Chris was, I was following him. I, I follow him on Instagram, you know, I see his content I did not know how awesome that guy was. <laughs> He's a character, man. Jeez. Yeah. Talk about, talk about. If you like Chris Howder, if you like John Will, if you like outspoken people who have a message um, He's the he's guy. Like, he's one of your. You got to follow him. You got to follow him on Instagram. Um, what, what a great person. But I'll tell you, for me, this is very refreshing. I think I think today we are surrounded 
by this disconnected communication, this con- disconnected society. And as a result of that, you know, people don't necessarily speak up about what they believe in. And they, when they do speak up, it's on social media behind a keyboard. Now, this guy, Chris, he is extremely outspoken in what he believes. Mm-hmm. And some will find, I would say most will find this controversial in a way. Some of it, yeah. And he doesn't not give two craps about it. He just says as, as he thinks, and he is very forthcoming with what, sure. what's on his mind. Sure. You know? I, I found that refreshing in it a is, way. It is, it is. You know, um, like today, I think a lot of us are concerned about what we say, how, I, even me, like I'm concerned about what I well, say, how I say it, you know, and all that. And it's not that Chris says anything bad. He's just, no. he, he's just very honest about what he believes in. Yeah, it reminds me of like this, you know, the saying people don't suffer. He doesn't suffer fools or she doesn't suffer fools. Um, so, you know, it's not like he's not saying anything inappropriate or, um, you know, uh, I can't think of some of the words I'm looking for right now. Mm-hmm. He's not demeaning. He's not, um, it, it's nothing racial. It's nothing sexual. It's nothing like that. It's honest to the point about what he believes and I mean, 90% of what we talked about was jujitsu, right? And yeah. And we did touch on a couple other things. Yeah. Um, it's not without malice or it's without, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's not with any malice. It's just very direct and to the point, Kurt, um, and he uses strong language, right? So it comes off as very yeah. big, larger than life, yeah. even though it was four in the morning and he still had his bathroom on. <laughs> you got it. You uh, got yeah, to watch, watch that, that, you one gotta one on, that on, on, on YouTube. On YouTube. Um, but he, you know, so what's the original point that we're talking about him about is, um, you know, is it just refreshing to see somebody like that? Uh, is it, you know, the, the, the way people aren't anymore because, you know, supposedly they're going to be canceled. Um, I think that it, People just nowadays have to recognize that you can still, you know, I was listening to another podcast and there's a comedian uh, that was talking about this. Uh, you can still say whatever you want if you're clever about it. Oh, yeah. If you're smart about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And I think comedians are fabulous about this. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they can yeah, literally freaking yeah. tell you yeah. full of shit into your face and you don't even know that they said it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a creativity of words. You know, right. Yeah. They paint a picture say. with it and they yeah. can they can get their point across without stepping in it. Yeah. But they, I mean, that comes with experience. It comes with being thoughtful, which mm-hmm. I think a lot of people aren't. And that can be a big difference. Yeah. You know, you're not being thoughtful. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what, what's the original point? We're five minutes in here. I don't know. Um, what the preservation original... of jujitsu. you know, I mean, the, the, the whole thing, the, well, I, yeah, I started right. with how honest he is about it, you know, and if you don't know who Chris is, I, I, I encourage you to look him up, but yeah. his whole point is that the original purpose of jujitsu is self-defense and, and if somebody can hit you, you're not doing jujitsu, right? And and it really goes yeah. much deeper into this, right? right? And he and he did talk about sport aspects and how important sport is and with the impact sport is making, you know. But it, one of the big points that he emphasized that today, even some of the top competitors, they don't know how to protect themselves, right? Because they play by the rules of engagement of the sport, right? Not 
control the distance, right? So right. It, it was very interesting for somebody who is, you know, in the newer generation. I don't know how old Chris is, but he's in his 30s probably. Yeah, like, I mean, 40s. I don't know either. He's definitely younger than me. Yeah, um, so, you know, somebody who is in the younger generation speaks very openly about self-defense aspect of jiu-jitsu. Right. And I know? think that comes, where did he come from, right? He came from Hickson. Yeah. How do you not have that outlook Oh, when no. you come from Hickson. Again, um, it's that's that's your origins, right? right. That, that's where you learned yeah. majority yeah. of stuff. And from. I I have a tendency to agree with people like him because you know he he, he was talking about like where jujitsu happens. And it doesn't he was using his fingers, but like it, touching his fingertips together, jujitsu doesn't happen there. It doesn't happen in the middle. It happens when your hands are clasped together. That's jujitsu. So all these mad scrambles that you see in sport, it's sport. It's not the jujitsu that he knows, right? Mm -hmm. If you can, he, he talked a couple of times, like, if you can touch my face, I'm yeah. doing something wrong. Yeah. Right? Because it's about self-defense. Yeah. That's where it came from. That's what it was used for. That's what it should be used for in his eyes. Um, <clears throat> and I, I, I tend to believe that because it's like, yeah, you know, if we're playing by the rules of sport and we're out there on the mat, there's a lot you can get away with which is going to get you when that bell goes off that you you in your mind won that round. If the rules of engagement were slightly different and you didn't know yeah. that you are super vulnerable to strikes here. Right. Um, and that person took advantage of that. Well, then you would have, there would be a much different outcome. You know, we, we talk about this all the time. It would, not only Chris, but many other instructors or many other guests on the show. And, and it, a lot of it really boils down to rules of engagement. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's the bottom but line, is it, you know? So then do you need to name it something else? Because if like, I bring well, up Kaiki's son all the time yeah. when we get into these conversations, yeah. got into a fight with another black belt in a parking lot. The guy went to deep half. He got clocked or his head got I don't think it was a the, black belt I think it was a strange it wasn't no yeah. no no this was another these these were other jujitsu yeah I'll go back and, and double check triple yeah. check but right. yeah because the guy said you can't do that oh man and God. his Maybe son looked right. down and said yeah. what are you talking about but listen it, it, we need to be also fair to the to the sport too I, I, I'm I, not I taking anything away from the sport I, I just it. think it's they're they're becoming very, very different. They are. You know? I don't think there's any argument about that, you know? And, and and I also don't think that either one is wrong, particularly because of the rules of engagement. Right. You know, like even if you look at different sport organization, what is happening at ADCC would never fly at IBJJF. Right. Does it mean that either one is wrong? No, because the rules of engagement are different. Right. This is a different sport. Right. Is it? But That's why people always say, because put Gordon of Ryan in the octagon, let's see how good he really is. Well, right? and again, you know, UFC or mixed martial arts is a very different sport right. because of the rules of engagement. Right. I think this unique, unique situation about jiu-jitsu itself is the fact that jiu-jitsu is a very broad spectrum, a very broad umbrella that... Um, has all these smaller venues or events or or these smaller arts, if you will, these smaller pockets, mm -hmm. 
you know, and, you know, ADCC would be one of them. ID, IBJJF would be another one. There's a handful of others, you know, and then you have the self-defense factor there too. You know, all of them fall under the jujitsu umbrella. Right. You know, and when we talk about, hey, this is not jujitsu, this is jujitsu, you know, I think all of it is jujitsu, but the rules of engagement change it quite a bit, you know, and, and what's unique about this is that that does not exist in many sports, if any, out there. You know, if you look at any other martial arts, you know, there's plenty of flavors of karate. And I am not an expert on karate. I'm going to say this right out. But what I understand is there's plenty of flavors of karate or styles, but the rules are the same. There, judo, you know, the rules are the same. Right. No matter where you do it around the world, right, the but rules the, see, are the same. Right. So the the, the, the point is in jiu-jitsu, that doesn't exist. Right. Well, the, because they're... They're different things. It, they're sports. So is jujitsu? Does it, like I said, does it need to be something else? As, okay. Does the self defense act aspect of it need to be called something else, um, as opposed to the sport aspect of it? Does you know? Does it get diluted because of the sport? Well, some will or is say, it all? What, some, does it all add will, to it? Some will say that the, it continues growing because of sport. I mean, there's no argument there that because of the how the way the sport is, jiu-jitsu is against gaining popularity. I mean, like, we can't argue that part. Right. Right? But there, there is something to be said about this self-defense factor is, is slowly, not shrinking, but kind of the scale is shifting towards the sport, right. popularity and of the can, sport. So could you say you still, that person still knows jiu-jitsu. That person knows jiu-jitsu if they've never had to... Close the distance Be, it, I, for, I don't, for I don't, a strike. If I don't think never, we can argue. You know? I don't think we can argue that. I don't, I don't think we can. I don't think we are in a position to argue that. And the reason is Wait, because- yeah, It's just a question. I don't know. Well, well I, it's my opinion. I don't think we can. It's all jiu-jitsu because the rules have not been defined. And by default, it all falls under jiu-jitsu. Right. But, and so, I, so my question is- The point is, is, if somebody in the future decides that- Sport of jiu-jitsu is called jiu-jitsu, but self-defense is called self-defense jiu-jitsu, and those are the official right. terms that we use, and you want to come and train self-defense jiu-jitsu, and you're learning this, but you want right. to run sport jiu-jitsu, you're learning this, that's fine, but nobody has done that yet. Yeah. And at, right now, it all falls under jiu-jitsu. You know, the caveat behind all of this is that individuals who've never done it, they don't know what jiu-jitsu is, and they come into the academy, and they want to learn jiu-jitsu with a hypothetically a, a, a notion of learning self-defense, but they want to walk into a sport-oriented academy, they're going to have an awakening, and vice versa, too. If you have mm -hmm. a, somebody who is desiring to learn sport and compete, and they walk into a self-defense jiu-jitsu academy, they're going to have an awakening. It's just... It, it, it is what it is because right. they are very different. And there's there are some academies could cater towards both. But I think growing is an enormous growth that we are experiencing for academies who do one or the other. You know, and that's often driven because of the demographic. Mm -hmm. They are trying to cater towards a specific subset of people who they will you know, treat as clients. Yeah. You know, their academy is competition oriented and there are plenty of them out there. Very popular, very big ones. And there are also a lot of the academies who cater towards the self-defense factor. Right. You know, that kind of a hobbyist jiu-jitsu, right? There's another kind of factor, another category there. Yeah, we have like 100% self-defense academies. We have some, they're hobbyist academies, I think. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and we have like semi-pro to a pro competition academy. Right. Right. So all this is slowly, I think, not separating per se, but I think these buckets are getting developed. And I think it's going to be really interesting over the next 50 years. We will be dead by then, but uh, I certainly will. <laughs> over over next few decades, I don't think it's going to take fifty years. It's more of like no, ten, I, ten I, to 10, 15. Ten, ten to twenty. Yeah. yeah, but over the next couple of decades, it's going to be interesting how all of this unfolds. You know, and, and it's really going to shape. You know what this art sport, the, the this this jujitsu thing that we love, what is going to look like for the next couple of generations? Because I don't think it's going to be the same. I don't yeah. think it will be. Yeah, and I, certain people that know a lot more than me often say that, you know, if if you're doing sport jujitsu, don't call it a fight. That's not a fight. Oh, yeah, I and agree. It's not a fight. So I think it's that, not a fight. that's I think that's part of those separation things. That now, however, if I went up against one of those people in a fight, who knows what would that? You know, it, I would I would totally have to leave. Like all those rules we talked about, you know, but see, again, at the table. It, it boils down to rules of engagement. Right. And so I, maybe these things do need different names. Um, maybe. Or it's just all the same and you just do what you do and, you know, hope you never really have to defend yourself with it. Um, because like, like Chris was saying, you know, if you can touch, if I can touch your face, yeah, it, he would tell you it's not jujitsu. He would tell you I, that. You know, he, you got to call it sport. You got to call it some, I don't want to put words in his mouth because yeah, yeah, yeah. he'll come and take him out. But, <laughs> uh, you know, but so it, 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 to me, it, it, it's still an open-ended question. That's yeah. All. I don't, think, I, I don't think, I don't think we are answering this today or in any near future, in my opinion. Right. But it's definitely an active conversation that is taking place all around the world for those who are involved in jiu-jitsu, yeah. you know, especially in many that Let's we've get, talked to up to this point. Yeah, we need. We should have, like, a panel. We should have, like, him, somebody like him or him, um, Eli Knight, or Eli Knight. Uh, yeah. Eli uh, Knight. Yeah. yeah. Eli Knight. Um, and then maybe somebody who's, like, just strict, strict comp guy. Three different, three different perspectives, and yeah, I think well, we've got one, we've got opposite ends in the spectrum, yeah. and Eli kind of falls in the middle. I have I the, think. have the, no? have the, um, yeah, no, it would be interesting conversation. It would be interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and I'll just shut up and run the board and hit, sit back. <laughs> Uh, we'll, that, we those would, guys, those that's we above my. To, we would need to do it remotely, scale. just yeah. in case. <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm going to hit record and just sit back and laugh and laugh the whole time because all three of those. Well, two uh, of those. We, we don't know who the third one is, but two of those guys are very outspoken and yeah. know really know what the hell they're talking about. I think this is the beauty of jujitsu. That's how I look at it. I think truly, this is the essence what has been built over last several decades. Yeah. This flowy free um art that is continuously being developed it's yeah. extremely long yeah. young and you know we don't know this but maybe this is what judo and karate and and taekwondo looked like hundreds of years ago when it was developing yeah like i think all, well, i think i think many of us because we are in it today we are underestimate how young jujitsu is right. Yep. Especially in this country, yeah, yeah, very, very sure. young. We are just building this, cool. just building it. So think about it. You're part of something great. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. 
If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care.